Coming up, Andrew and Memo break down DraftKings tiers, and we give a couple of prize pick plays. All this and more next. Welcome in to our late night, Friday night show. Memo is with me tonight. Make sure you find me on Twitter or X at Andrew underscore Fringe. And Memo, where can they find you? What's going on, everybody? They can find me on X at Charger Mems. Bro, we have a jam-packed show tonight. I mean, we're going over tears in this show and depending on how late this goes, we might be going into a guess the spread and showdowns. Guys, we're going to start focusing on tiers contests and showdowns. Please come on this ride with us. To start off tier one, we have Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. Each and every one of these guys can smash a slate. But Memo. Which one do you like the game environment? That's what we're looking at. Which game environment do you like to actually hit the over possibly in their over under and get us to the money? For me, honestly, it's Justin Herbert. I'm looking at, at, that, at that first tier right there. No Austin Eckler as of right now as well. So they will be throwing a lot. Uh Vegas has given up a lot of yards to the wide receiver position and to the quarterback position. Definitely see a lot of passing yards coming out of Justin Herbert from that tier, for sure. And if Joshua Kelly can't get it together and Austin Eckler is out, they're going to have no choice but to pass the ball. I know that Vegas probably cannot keep up with the Chargers, but for some reason, this game does go down to the wire every year. Which it always does. You know, division game. Yeah, definitely always does, especially those Chargers and, and uh, Raider games. But what about the Buffalo-Miami game? If you were to take the shot where this one goes over 50, right? Are you more on Josh Allen? Because I, I think in this tier, I want Josh Allen. And I know you want Justin Herbert. And we're going to create a tier that we're doing tonight. You can pick um, Justin Herbert. I'll pick Josh Allen. We'll give our picks at the end so that everybody can tail. And it's two very good quarterbacks. I mean, you can't go wrong with either one. Um, just the thing about Josh Allen is that he does have that rushing capability, and he could rush in a touchdown as well. So that could put him over the top over Justin Herbert. I just think that Justin Herbert has a chance here to maybe throw about four touchdowns in this game. They can't trust Joshua Kelly for sure. Not, not in this game. Joshua Kelly has done nothing for this uh, rushing offense for the Chargers. And I just I, I don't see the Raiders stopping Justin Herbert in that, in that pass attack, even without Mike Williams. And you look at the fantasy points through three weeks. Justin Herbert has... 32 points, 25 points, and 20 DraftKings points. Josh Allen has 22, 23, and 13. So based off of that, if that trend continues, Justin Herbert probably is the right pick here. Jalen Hurts, he was at 21, 26, 13, 
and Tua Tagovailoa, 31-12-32. Tua could get us there also. He could. The only tricky part about that is that Buffalo is sneaky good against quarterbacks. We were having a conversation earlier as well, though. The Buffalo Bills just haven't been challenged by a quarterback yet. So we could see Tua possibly maybe light them up for a little bit. But without any really rushing capability, I, I just I'm I'm not big on Tua in this tier. Yeah, I think I, I think we are down to Herbert and Allen. And I think we take one of each. You go Herbert, I go Allen. Let's move on to Perfect. tier two. But before we do, actually. I wanted to bring up a couple prize picks plays that I like. So eight and a half rush yards for Justin Herbert. I think that's an over. That's a smash. It's a smash pick. Eight yards. He can get that on one run. I think so too. I I, I like that. I like that line a lot. What about what about the Jalen Hurts touchdown line? It's one and a half passing touchdowns. I I'm not as confident on that one because what type of game is it going to be? If they start blowing them out, how much will Philadelphia really have to throw? To me, Philadelphia is built more for a running team. So if they go up on opponents, there's, there's no reason for, for Jalen Hurts to be tossing more than two touchdowns or, or two touchdowns. I can see him with one for sure, though. What about 41 and a half rush yards? That's definitely over. I think yeah, he that could. one's close yeah, too. That especially with those, what do they call it? The the butt pushes where they <laughs> the where tush they, push the tush push. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they could definitely he could definitely smash on those, and and, and it, it's it's a high line of, of forty rush yards, but he he if anybody can get there, it's definitely Jalen Hurts. I think so too. All right, tier two we have Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill. Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and Christian McCaffrey. I I don't know, honestly, I know this sounds crazy, but I don't know how you come off Keenan Allen when Mike Williams just got injured, Austin Eckler is out, they can't run the ball. I agree. Um, For me, it would be Keenan Allen. Um, I do like Devontae Adams, though. I think Devontae Adams can smash as well. The Chargers are... Very, very wide receiver friendly. They've already given up more than a thousand pass yards this season. So if anybody can do it in that tier, it could also be Devontae Adams. And with them being down, they may be forced to throw a lot more as well, too. So I do like the Devontae Adams. I think I'm going to roll with the Keenan Allen side just because I don't think there's any dynamic pass catchers, especially if Eckler is doubtful right now. As of right now, he's doubtful. So Definitely Keenan Allen could very well smash it. It could be a repeat of it was what it was last week. I don't know about 20 targets, but definitely around 15 to about 16 targets. Yeah, I like Keenan Allen a lot. I, I think he gets over 10 receptions in this game. Um, Justin Jefferson can also get us there any, any week. Devontae Adams, I think you're right if Jimmy Garoppolo plays. But I don't, I don't want to play him if he doesn't. No, for sure not. Not with O'Connell or, or Hoyer throwing him the football. It would be a lot of short passes. That would probably be me, more of a Jacoby Myers game, maybe a Josh Jacobs for a safety blanket. What about Christian McCaffrey against Arizona? I know Arizona's done really well lately, but that's, 
that's probably not going to continue, to be honest. It, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. And Debo you, might be out. Yeah. Ayuk right now, what it like it's trending that Ayuk might be playing more than likely. Um, I do think that Kittle can hit against Arizona. McCaffrey always hits. He's always in the twenties. He hasn't had that huge, huge game yet, but I could see it for McCaffrey. But the Arizona Cardinals are honestly kind of sneaky good against running backs. <laughs> That's so weird to think and to say because right? coming into this season, we just all thought you are going to be able to do whatever you want, run the ball, pass the ball, whatever on Arizona. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're eighth against the running back. Here in the stats, they've, they've given up only 74.7 points per, per all three contests. So if you break that down, it's, it's not bad. Pretty no, good. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Looking at some uh, prize picks, I like the 103 and a half yards for Justin Jefferson to go under. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Carolina Panthers have a sneaky good secondary. So they are pretty tough against the pass, but that's because you can run on them. Oh, so you can run, run. If you're running on the Carolina Panthers and you go up on the Carolina Panthers, there's no need to pass. So definitely under on that. What about Christian McCaffrey, 79 and a half rush yards? I would go over on that. I like the over Do you on feel that. better about that or better about 28 and a half receiving yards? I actually feel better about the 28 and a half receiving yards, especially with Debo Samuel possibly not playing. Yes, now, if Debo do does play, I still think he gets over that. <laughs> For sure. All right, tier, tier three. We have Raheem Mostert, Puka Nakua, Stefan Diggs, Tony Pollard, and Jamar Chase. For me, go lead, lead us off with Jamar Chase. You know it is. Yes, it's it's definitely Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase faces one of the worst pass defenses in football, and they will torch them. You cannot run on the Tennessee Titans. I believe we have reiterated that throughout show throughout our show that you cannot run on the Tennessee Titans. So definitely smash on Jamar Chase in this tier. There's nobody better than you can get than Jamar Chase. You could see him with possibly even a multi-touchdown game. And what makes me even more excited about Jamar Chase in this game is that how often he has played in the slot this year. He is playing like 30% in the slot. Definitely. I mean... <laughs> He, you can line Jamar Chase up anywhere, and he's still eat. It just depends on the health of Joe Burrow, because if they are going after Joe Burrow, he's going to have to get rid of that ball very fast and very quickly. So a lot of short, intermediate passes. So if he could line up in the slot, he's going to have a day on the Tennessee Titans. There's nobody in that in that backfield that can cover Jamar Chase. No, but let's all try. And sit Joe Mixon this week. Definitely. There's, I'm not touching Joe Mixon. Not at all. You couldn't pay me. What about Stephon Diggs in this tier? Could that be a good pivot? Because I think Jamar Chase is probably going to be the most owned. If you were going to pivot in this tier, is it Stephon Diggs or Puka Nakua? Man, that's a, that's a tough choice. If I had to pick one, 
in my opinion, and I'm I feel pretty good about it. I think it's Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua, I think, will get a lot of work in that they're in a dome, and I think that he'll get a lot of catches as well. He's being targeted at a nice rate. Puka Nakua right now. Check this right here. Okay, I believe Puka Nakua has here he is right there. He has 25 targets on the year. I'm sorry. Yeah, he 42 targets. So Puka Nakua has 42 targets right now. So the floor on Puka Nakua, where you can get him at, and then it's one of the worst fantasy against the fan. Excuse me. It's one of the worst against the receiver, fantasy wise. I don't see why oh, yeah. you wouldn't start Puka Nakua. And Puka Nakua destroys zone. And that's, sure. that's exactly what Indianapolis is going to play. Definitely. And then Puka Nakua has 338 yards on the year. Wow, Puka Nakua. 30 receptions. My goodness. Yeah. Very I, safe. Very safe. Absolutely. Let's look at some uh, prize picks in these games. Uh, do you like Puka Nakua over six and a half receptions or under? Definitely over. It's a good line. Six and a half is a pretty good line. It's not bad. I, I, I think Puka can, can smash it. He's already averaging 10 catches a game in three games. So, yeah, I think, I think can, it is too. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would take the over. What about uh, Tony Pollard? He has a prize picks of 18 and a half receiving yards. I like that. Definitely. I would definitely pick that up on Tony Pollard. Let's see, Pollard, and you said 18 and a half? Yeah, 18 and a half yards. Oh, Brian, yeah. I don't think that's a bad line. I'm going to take no, that he, over. He has, he has 48 rush. Uh, I'm sorry. He has 48 pass yards right now. So at 48, yeah, I think he can hit the over on that, definitely. All right, let's move on to tier four. We have Chris Alave. Devonta Smith, I know it says questionable, but it was just an illness. Nothing to worry about. He's fine. Okay. He practices in full. C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs. I'll tell you who I don't want in this tier, and that's definitely Derrick Henry, especially with a turf toe. No, but yeah, if, I don't want that. Yeah, if, if anybody, I think it's Chris Olave for me. Uh, Chris Olave has been doing sensational and I think he could possibly also get a touchdown in this game. I'm almost banking on a Chris Olave touchdown. He hasn't got it yet. Not yet. But he still has a 21-point game and a 22-point game with no touchdowns. Yeah, that's amazing there. Chris Olave can definitely get it done. And he has. we were just speaking on Puka. He also has a very good safe floor. And Jameis Winston, if we know anything about Jameis Winston, if he has to play... He loves tearing it out. Yeah, I don't know how much I, I trust Jameis Winston, to be honest. I know he does throw it. I don't know. I, I think I feel a lot better about CeeDee Lamb than I do anyone in this tier. And I know he's going up against New England. New England tries to take out the top. I get all that. But I, I feel like CeeDee Lamb is just so safe to me. He does have a safe floor. New England is pretty tough against the pass, though. I... They they are, I believe ninth against the pass. So and then how you said right now, Belichick will take away your best weapon. Just I would tread with caution, but 
he does have a safe floor. So if you do want to go that way, you can. For me, though, it's Chris Olave. He already has 308 rushing yards on the year as well. So it doesn't get any safer than, than Chris Olave. And if he can get a touch, if he can add a touchdown to those, he'll even he'll oh, yeah. smash. He'll smash. What about Josh Jacobs? He hasn't done anything yet. He has 11 points, 9 points, 9 points. So he's basically averaging about 10 points. The Chargers, man, defensively, the Chargers, you can start anybody and feel good against that Charger defense right now. So I, I, I could see why you would take Josh Jacobs, but I just I have better options, safer options with Olave. I would even put CeeDee Lamb above um, Jacobs right now at this moment in time. I, I think I have to see it. I don't know if he's not in shape or what's going on with that Raider offense, offensive line, I'm sorry. And I, I just, for, my, for, for me, it's definitely Olave in that tier, and I would have CeeDee Lamb after that. Okay, that's fine. I I don't believe Josh Jacobs is there. He needs to show it to us first, and then we can start getting back on the Josh Jacobs train, but he does look a little out of shape. Definitely. I mean, he's getting the attempts. Uh, you know, week one, he had 19 attempts. Uh, week two against Buffalo, he had nine attempts. They were down. I, I can understand why they didn't have you know, too many attempts right there, but he had negative two yards against that Buffalo defense. And then this past week, he had 17 attempts for 62 yards. So he's, he's looks like he's probably trending in the right direction, but he's just, he, I don't think he's there yet, especially trust him for one of the tiers right here. Yeah. What, what about in the prize picks? You like Chris Olave, where we threw him into our tier four. Do you, and you like that rush receive touchdown combo. So all he has to do is get one. Definitely. I, I do like the Olave touchdown this week. Um, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have not guarded the wide receiver as good. They're not terrible, but they're not great. So I, they're, in, they're in the bottom 10 right now. So you can, they've given up three receiving touchdowns on the year. So that's a receiving touchdown to the wide receiver, one at least each game. So I believe that Chris Olave can have his first touchdown this, in this game. I like it. I also like the Devonta Smith prop at 58 and a half yards. I, I think he goes over. I could see that as well. I could definitely see that as well. The commanders are 11th against the, the uh, wide receiver position. So I, I can see it. Derrick Henry, 66 and a half yards. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> tough for me. He's also dealing with the toe injury. I know. Um, since, since I like the under. Yeah, Cincinnati's ninth best, ninth best uh, defense against the run too. I don't, I don't think I can trust Derrick Henry this week. Yeah, it's just a stay away. I yeah. think it's a stay away for both running backs in that game, actually. For sure. All right, tier five. We have Kirk Cousins, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, and Joe Burrow. We do have Jamar Chase in our lineup. Do you want to pair him with Joe Burrow, even though he has nine points, 16 points, and three points this year? I think I would rather stay away from that until I see Joe Burrow be Joe Burrow. He is not starting the year off good again this year. I just, I, I can't see myself where I'm picking Joe Burrow. He does have a sweet matchup, but. I still haven't seen it. Like the same thing that we just said, talked about with Josh Jacobs. I think I still have to see it with Joe Burrow before I can trust him. So if we say no to Joe Burrow, 
I think the only other option really in this tier is Kirk Cousins. Definitely Kirk Cousins. That's who I was going to go with. He's number two in fantasy right now. He has the most passing yards in the in the league, and and he's not going to. He does have a favorable matchup with against the run with the, the Carolina Panthers. They do give up a lot of fantasy points. I just I can't see a world where Kirk Cousins isn't at least throwing for at least two hundred and fifty yards, maybe a touchdown or two. Yeah, and I I don't want anything to do with that. Cleveland defense. So I'm out on Lamar this week. Um, Deshaun Watson, he injured his uh, shoulder. And I don't know, we haven't seen great things for Deshaun. Deshaun had an RA game last week, but I, I still need to see more. Justin Fields, he could absolutely smash. Denver looks a mess, but then so does Chicago. <laughs> yeah, they don't look any better. I, I I like Justin Fields maybe on the rush rushing props. What's his rushing props at set at right now? Do you have those yeah, numbers me, on you? I think I do. Justin Fields rushing is at fifty eight and a half. Oh, that's a little high. I would probably go under, just slightly under. But if 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 anything, that's the way that Chicago would stay in this game. And it's not like Denver is really good against the run. Um they're probably dead last in every category after the shellac and they got put on them last week so um you could start fields but this tier i I don't think i want anything to do with him i think there's better options justin fields will either win you your lineup or lose it for you he and he very well could and same thing with lamar jackson but that like how you said that cleveland defense is very ferocious right now but the thing with lamar is that he just gets those yards, those those rushing attempts, and then with no Bateman already been ruled out, yeah, he very well. He he very well might have to run. He he's gonna have to run for sure. But they have such a crazy defensive line. I I just don't trust it. I think this might be a low scoring game. Yeah, I could see a low scoring game as well. What's the uh, over under on that prop? Let me pull that up. Thirty five. No. It's live at 39 and a half. That could very well be an under game on that one. I know it seems like a lot of less points, but it, it seems like a defensive game, right? It's, and then especially without possibly no Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I could very well see an, an under on that. On that 39 score. and a half is already low. Definitely. It opened at 44 and it's gone down to 39 and a half. That's not trending in the right direction. Could be the injury to Deshaun Watson. Why Vegas trended went trending down on that on that line? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to tier six. We have Zach Moss, Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, who's questionable, DeAndre Swift, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy. Is before we get into Zach Moss is getting so much work. Does that? Do you think that continues against the Rams? Rams have a pretty soft defense. It is kind of soft. But they're, they're not bad against the run game. I just, and his over-under right now is 87 and a half. 87 and a half, that's, that's not bad. That's rushing and receiving. Oh, is that so that's both? total yards. Yeah, oh, total nice. yards. Rushing is 66 and a half is the line. And I, I honestly, I want to take the over on it. 
I can see that that can be a sneaky little shootout game too in a dome. I'm telling you that 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 that's like a little sneaky shootout game where they're going back and forth, and you see a score of maybe. 28 to 27 type of score maybe 28 to 24 but it, it, it's it's lining up that way the rams yeah the rams are gonna have to throw to to stay in it and the colts probably just want to run and run more with anthony richardson so does anthony richardson being back take away from that zach moss line yes because absolutely see- that is my biggest fear for zach moss is anthony richardson because you know running quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks like that, they, they, they're a rookie quarterback at that. They usually don't look for the safety in the out, which is the running back. They just take off. They just they're go. Gone. Yeah, they, they're, they're gone. Absolutely. So I would be a little, I would be a little nervous on the 87. Yeah, 87 I, total I, yeah. yards. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go under on that. 66 and a half rush yards, I think, is, I think he's right there. I can see the slightly over on that, depending on what yeah. type of game it is, because if it's a if it's a shootout. But when we're go... looking at T. Higgins to go over fifty eight and a half receiving yards, I like that. Yeah, that's a smash bet right there. That is a smash bet right there. He could have anywhere around maybe even a hundred yards. That tennis that Tennessee Titans team is gonna give up a lot of yards through the air on this Sunday. You can't run on them. You're, there's no other choice. You, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to run for the sake of just hey, we're not gonna just throw it every down. But if there is no Irv Smith right now, he's already been ruled out. And your only good pass catchers that you really got, it's either T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. And if we're anticipating Burrow to at least have about 200 to 250, those yards have to go somewhere. That's right. Jerry Judy practice in full on Friday has been removed from the in injury designation. So he will be a full go. What what do you think about Jerry Judy this week? It's going against Chicago. Chicago can't stop anybody. No, they can't. No, they can't. Chicago's defense, that whole organization just looks like it's in shambles, right? They don't even look prepared. They're the second worst defense right now, I believe. But it's under, going like 13 Denver. games strong. Like, yeah, if you go all the way back to last season, they were just getting embarrassed. It's not even beat. It's embarrassed. Yeah, Chicago Chicago's just not – I don't know what's going on with them right now. They have supposedly this coach, Eberflus. He's, he's a defensive-minded coach, and that defense has not gotten better. Uh, not, I mean, Gannon – I know I don't want to change this, the, the subject, but Gannon's doing a lot more with a lot less. Oh yeah, you can say that Arizona is a respectable defense right now compared to where the Bears are. I mean, you can throw, you can run. They have no offense. I don't see how the Bears win one or two games this year. No, I don't either. So when I'm looking at this, I don't want to play Mike Evans. I I don't like that matchup in New Orleans. Not against Lattimore. Lattimore Lattimore and him are just they have a history. Yeah, they do. They have a a real history. They could very well get thrown out in the first quarter. And then Debo Samuel is questionable. So anybody that's just dealing with the injury, I'm just out on for that. DeAndre yeah. Swift going up against Washington. I do not like that matchup for DeAndre Swift. No, but in, in, in this tier, he would probably be my second choice. But it, it, it's definitely 
for me, it's T. Higgins in this tier. DeAndre Swift, he could have some sneaky value, but I mean, Washington is right there smack in the middle against running backs. So they could either, DeAndre Swift can either have a, a great day, depending on the game, or he can go on a low day. He can be on, so in my opinion, I would definitely, I'm not too confident in DeAndre Swift. If I play T. Higgins in this tier, I have to go back to tier five and put in Joe Burrow because I can't seem to have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins with no Joe Burrow. It just doesn't make sense to me. But I'm not actually going to choose T. Higgins in this tier. I'm actually going to choose Jerry Judy. Wow, really? I think Jerry Judy can get behind the Bears. The reason I would choose T. Higgins, and it's what what I seen on Monday. Burrow had a horrible fantasy day. He, I believe, he scored only like eight point something. I want to say like eight point six points, but he still had over two hundred and fifty four passing yards. He did. So I can see him just spreading the ball out and maybe not having such a great day. I can see him probably throwing for a touchdown, maybe an interception. That's why I don't want to go back and change it back to to Joe Burrow. Okay. I have Jerry Judy, and I'm also going to play the prop at 53.5 receiving yards. I'm going to bet on it both sides. I'm going over there. Nice. I think I will go over on on that as well. Chicago has been known. I mean, they just basically giving up yards everywhere. And then there's a Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, touchdown prop. One. Gotta hit the over. Oh, for one sure. One of them are gonna score. For sure. That That is probably one of the most confident bets I can tell you to go with this week. One? Yeah, yeah one, she, one of yeah. them has to score. Yeah. Unless Denver's running the ball. And, and Russell Wilson, honestly, is playing pretty good right now. He shockingly is. Right? He's actually he's, playing much better than last year. Yeah, and he's averaging, I believe he's averaging 21.2 fantasy points. Yeah, he, he's having an all right year. It's just that the Denver Broncos as a whole is having a terrible year. Their defense, who would have who would have thought? If I would have yeah, told well, you, hey, Russell Vance Wilson. Joseph will do that. Oh, my goodness. If I would have told you, hey, Russell Wilson's actually having a decent start to his to the to 2023 year, what would you think the Denver Broncos would be at right now? At least one or two wins? At, at least two wins. Absolutely. Because last year, all they had to do was score over 18 points. And I think they would have had 11 wins. Yeah, that's crazy. That's just crazy to think. And now this year, it's the opposite. They're going to need to score points to try to even win a game, which is possible right. in this game. Oh. Yeah, they, they should beat the Bears. The Bears are, I don't know, both of these teams, it's going to be a great game. I can't watch, I can't wait to watch this game because it is the battle for the bottom. Yeah, this is uh, Caleb Williams possibly, huh? One of these two Absolutely. teams. Yeah, I think if, if Denver gets the first overall pick, I don't care that they paid Russell Wilson. They'll find a way out. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And I think it goes the same for the Bears. Oh, the Bears, I think they're already thinking that way. Unless they clean house. And even if they do clean house, most of them want their own quarterback. Yeah, I think it's going to be very hard for Justin Fields to survive this year. (sighs) I see him surviving the year, 
I just don't know how great he's going to be. That just, that Chicago Bears team needs to be just built from the ground up again, which is saying something because you thought, we we all thought in the, in, in the, as the NFL community thought that they were already doing that. But as I'm seeing right now, they, they have no offensive line, no defensive line. I mean, you can pass, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, Justin Fields deserves better, and I hope he gets out, and I hope he gets another opportunity. Do you think it's part coaching? I think or it's you, mostly or, coaching. Or do you think that Justin Fields just isn't that great of a player? I mean, player that we've seen Justin Fields in college, I mean, he was, he was actually he was more good. of a passer, right? Yes. In, in Ohio State. Yes, he reminded me a lot of Russell Wilson. Yeah, he, I mean, I believe his last year— He was year, a great deep ball passer. Yeah, wasn't he? Didn't he throw for like four thousand yards his last year at Ohio State? Yeah, I don't want. He, I, I don't he want looked to great. Give any false numbers, but I, I go ahead and check that out. I, I I do believe that he gave he he threw over four thousand passing yards. So for him not to be in a passer in the NFL is kind of shocking to me. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to be honest, and at that's all. why I think it is coaching. This is a bad coaching staff, and. I, I want him out of Chicago so he can have a complete refresh. I think, to be honest with you, if I was the Tennessee Titans, I would be calling. I would be too. Absolutely. Because you can at least just possibly get him for a second or third round at this. He's just damaged goods. Right, and they keep on wasting draft picks in the second and third round on projects. Yeah, exactly. Why not take on him for a third round pick? Yeah, but I just... The, 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 the Chicago Bears are just in shambles. It could be the coaching staff. Part of it could be Fields as well. But they need to get something going for me to even have any type of confidence in anybody in that on that team. I mean, DJ Moore, I've seen DJ Moore play better with P.J. Walker in Carolina. Yeah, I want nothing to do with the Bears. Nothing. I'll play Justin Fields in DFS sometimes just for... The upside that is there, but it's mostly just a pump play to just hope to hit the millie. Yeah, and that and that's that's even pushing it too because that it could, is. Yeah, depending on what the price is, I, I don't think I want any any part of that. And who's the opponent? Of course, fantasy we know it's it's all about matchups, so it just depends on who their matchup is. But Justin Fields for me is just. I don't know if you can outright drop him, but he's definitely no, on he's, no, you he's can't de- drop he's, him. He's definitely on the bench. I mean, he started going off last year around this time anyway, so maybe he can turn it around where he's just says, you know, screw it. Uh, I'm not gonna really be throwing anyways. I'm just I'm just taking off. Well, this is a get right game against Denver who just got shellacked by Miami, so For sure. <laughs> if there's any game to do it, it's it's this game. Yeah, and Vance Joseph's going to blitz him and blitz him and blitz him. So I see a lot of running from him, and that's why I have him as my Tier 5 play this week in this lineup. I have Justin Fields there over these other guys because he's going to be blitzed a lot. He's going to be running a lot. If he can just get in the end zone twice, he'll probably hit. For sure. Uh, but it, on it, is risk. it is a risk. It is a risk. Yeah, that's, it, it's a big risk. It's a big risk because it, it, like how you said it and, and you're – how you said before, this can either win you the week or definitely losing you the week. 
Right. Yes, it is so one it, or two. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's definitely <laughs> one of the most. It's definitely one of the most important plays that you're doing this weekend. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to tier seven. There's quite a few in here. Michael Pittman, TJ Hawkinson, Amari Cooper, James Cook, Joe Mixon, Ramondre Stevenson, Chris Godwin, Alvin Kamara. You already have two Cincinnati players in your tiers lineup. There's no way you're playing Joe Joe Mixon. Joseph Mixon is out of my tiers lineup. We had said before, Tennessee is just amazing against the running back. I don't want nothing to do with that. If you're looking to lose, go go right ahead. Go ahead and start him. But there's no way that I'm that I want anything to do with Tennessee's defensive line. So the biggest player on this tier has got to be Alvin Kamara. What is your expectations of him this week? And then also give us an expectation of what he is going forward. You know, Andrew, it, it depends on who is the quarterback. I think that's important because if it's Derek Carr, I believe he is a very viable fantasy running back. I could say for sure with confidence, top 15 running back rest of the year. Um, but if it's Jameis Winston, how much does Jameis Winston really like to throw to the running backs? Jameis Winston is built one way. He's throwing downfield, always throwing an interception. One of the two things is happening. <laughs> that's right. And it's downfield. <laughs> and it's downfield. So that's not Kamara. Um, and then depends on when Jamal uh, Williams gets back, what's that going to look like? And then the rookie, Kendra Miller, you know, how are they going to imp- implement him into the offense? And then the same thing goes with Kamara. What if he's ineffective? We've had two years of just Kamara ineffective. He was averaging, I believe, 3.4 yards a carry last year and that's not going to get it done in the nfl no and i don't know why they were using camara as this like workhorse type of running back which he's never been before the last two years have been rough for alvin camara they really have and when Derek carr got signed i was actually excited because i saw what Derek carr did last year with josh jacobs and he absolutely could do the same thing with alvin camara but Derek Carr is not playing this week. So it's like, do you really play Alvin Kamara? I say no. I'm not playing him because Jameis Winston's in. Yeah. I mean, Derek Carr did practice today. So the reports are that he still hasn't been ruled out yet. The only thing with me that's risky is I haven't seen Alvin Kamara play yet. Again, is he in shape? Is is he... Is he playing? I mean, he's he's going against a tap a, a tough Tampa Bay run defense as well. So Tampa Bay is probably going to give them everything they can handle. So, um, in my opinion, I am not starting Alvin Kamara's first game back. No, and he's not coming back from injury. So just everybody knows he's coming back from suspension. He's fully healthy. He's good to go. He's been in this offense for years. There's none of that that we're worried about. It's really just Tampa Bay's defense, which is pretty good. Yes. And then not knowing who the quarterback is. But if Derek Carr does go with a hurt shoulder, I'm in on Alvin Kamara this week because I see a lot of dump offs. And then I'm also going to be taking Chris Olave out if Derek Carr plays because I don't know how much down the field he's going to do. Yeah, that, that that could be very true as well, what you're saying right there, because if... 
Derek Carr goes in there and he has a hurt shoulder, I don't see him airing it out 50, 60 yards downfield. With not multiple times. Shoulders. Yeah, definitely not. Maybe once in the game, that's all you're probably going to get. And that's that's where Olave makes his, you know, that's where his bread and butter is, is downfield. Making yeah, and they like to play these patches. close games and whatnot, these dirty games. Yeah, very true. I, I mean, their defense, that's something we haven't really spoke, spoken on is what type of game is this really going to be? And it, it could be, and it's a divisional game. Like how you said, it, it can be one of those dirty games where you don't really get too much scoring out of it. It's just more of a defensive matchup. Um, how much are they really going to need to throw? Right. That's, that's how I see it. Honestly, I see it as a slow game, as a dirty game, not a lot of points being scored. We're out on Mike Evans. I'm honestly out on Chris Godwin. He could have a decent game, but in this tier, there's just other guys I like. I like Amari Cooper more than him. I like Michael Pittman more than him. Yeah, and so do I. The, the thing, the sneaky thing to watch out is for maybe Godwin, as you were just saying right now, he could possibly get a couple more targets thrown his way since Marshawn Lattimore is going to be on Mike Evans, and he usually travels with Mike Evans. But also, Paul Adebo, the uh, the second corner for the New Orleans Saints, he is he has been missing practice, so he is not known right now if he's going to be playing on Sunday. So look for maybe Chris. Godwin to possibly get a couple more targets than than usual. Yeah, if he's out, then Chris Godwin becomes a play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But not. I don't think I can play him over Michael Pittman, though. No, Michael Pittman has 11 targets in week one, 12 targets in week two, 11 targets last week. I mean, he's yeah. getting targeted. He's the guy. He's, he's the guy in that offense. He's the Richardson. guy, and then this is also the game that we were talking about, which is the sneaky shootout of the week. So if yeah. we're gonna we're gonna tell you, the listener, that there's a sneaky shootout game. Then damn it, we're gonna play him. Oh, for sure, and I'm and that's where I'm putting my money at is with Michael Pittman. He's averaging 18 fantasy points right now, and you just gave the listeners the breakdown of his target share. And I mean, he, and we just said it. He's probably the best offensive weapon they have. Nothing against Zach Moss now. I do like Zach Moss, but Pittman's just been making it happen. And when I see him playing out there, he's catching the ball. He's he's breaking through arm tackles. He's getting that extra. He just gets that extra fast run in there, and he's just he's playing good. And he's playing for Absolutely. a contract. And he's playing for and, a contract this year. And Michael Pittman also has some prop plays: sixty-one and a half receiving yards, point five touchdowns or five and a half receptions. You can only play one per player, and I like the over on five and a half receptions. That's where I was going to go with. I wanted to I wanted to wait a little bit. I didn't want to just go out and yell it or anything and, and, and tell you which one mine was, but yeah, it's definitely the, the, the five and a half receptions. I mean, that's like stealing money. That is like stealing money. Another one that I think you'll really like, Memo, is James Cook, 57 and a half yards. Yeah, that's the, it's definitely the over on that, especially if depending on what type of game you're expecting out of Miami and Buffalo, like how we were saying earlier, they will be in Buffalo. It's Buffalo has a has a great defense, no doubt about that. They haven't been tested like this yet though, because they played, of course, Zach Wilson and and the Jets. They played the Vegas Raiders and Garoppolo and oh god, yeah, they just played <laughs> yeah they just played Sam Howell and the Commanders. So uh, they haven't really been tested yet, but 
the past years, we've seen Buffalo just have a great defense. And if they do go up on Miami, if they were to go up multiple scores on Miami, I don't see why they would need to be airing the ball out as much. Maybe short throws to to, to digs here and there, a couple to we. I have seen Dawson Knox score on that Miami defense in past seasons, especially last year. I believe he averaged a touchdown against Miami last year. So a good little sneaky play might be Dawson Knox for any time touchdown score, but they could be running the ball more instead of throwing it. So I could I definitely see the over on that uh, James Cook prop bet. All right, let's move into our last and final tier. Tier 8, we have Devon A-Chain, Jacoby Myers, Kyron Williams, Tutu Atwell, James Conner, Jerome Ford, George Pickens, and Alexander Madison. And the only props for Devon A-Chain is .5 touchdowns along with Josh Allen. Either one of them rush it. And then the only one for Jacoby Myers is over under .5 touchdowns with Joshua Palmer. Those are the only props I could find for those guys. And, and, and right now, it's probably because of the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. We don't know what the status of that is. So that's probably why there's not as much prop bets on, on those players right now. But I could, the, the, the Palmer and Myers, 0.5 of a touchdown, if either one hits those, I could, I like my chances on that one. Either one scoring a touchdown. Especially with no Mike Williams there, no Eckler. Who else? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it also. Um, but when I'm thinking about like this tier, I want to go through this really quick. Devon H and he's still the number two. We love what he did. We love what he can be, but I think he's still the number two running back in this speed. offense. So yeah, speed kills, man. Speed kills. We have James Conner going up against San Francisco. I don't want anything to do with that. No. Definitely Alexander not. Madison, we don't know how much Cam Akers is going to play, so I don't want anything to do with that. Jacoby Myers, we don't know his quarterback right now. If it is Jimmy Garoppolo, it makes it a little more interesting. What about Kyron Williams? He's getting the targets. This is DraftKings, and that's a sneaky shootout we were talking about. We compare him, you know, kind of like a skinny stack with him and Michael Pittman. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Kyron Williams has gotten, I mean, he's gotten 15 attempts, 14 attempts, and then 10 attempts, but they were also down to Cincinnati, so they didn't really have to run the ball as much. He is not getting as much rushing yards through the first couple of weeks, though. He's only had 52, 52, and 38. Not impressive. Not impressive, yeah. And then the, the first week, he had two targets. He had then he had 10 targets the second week, and then he had seven targets. So he is a running back that does get targeted. And, PP, and in, in fantasy, in a PPR league, that's king. It is. It is king. And I don't know about Tutu Atwell this week. He could be okay, but if he doesn't score, he's not the number one in his offense. So Yeah, I think I'm out on the Tutu Atwell. I think I'm bigger on Puka Nakua this week than I am Atwell. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone else in this tier that you like? Maybe maybe George Pickens. I thought about George Pickens. Uh here, let me bring this up right here. I think George Pickens can have a decent game. Um I'm not sure if I'm willing to take him in this tier. Um I think Kyron Williams intrigues me a little bit more than what Pickens does, to be honest with you. 
George Pickens does have a 25-point game, but Kyron Williams has a 28-point game. So we're not seeing a higher ceiling, theoretically. Yeah, and then Houston. So Pickens is facing Houston this week. Houston's a run funnel team, so you can run on Houston. So most teams want to run on them. They're actually pretty sneaky good against the wide receivers. So that's why I'm not too big on, on Pickens. And I don't know how much confidence I have in Kenny Pickett as well. Okay, and what about Jerome Ford? Jerome Ford, it just depends on who's playing this weekend. Because if Watson's out, yeah, he's going to get some targets maybe out of the backfield. But with the rookie quarterback in there starting, the Baltimore Ravens are pretty decent against the run. They're just going to stack the box. They're going to try to make the rookie say, okay, they're going to tell the rookie, you beat us. Beat us downfield. So I, I just I don't I don't like that start. I would not go with Jerome Ford this week. Yeah, I I think I think we made our decision. Honestly, I think it's Kyron Williams. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with Kyron Williams right here. I, I am I, I do like DeForest Buckner and those boys on that defensive line of the Colts, but with the pass work that he gets, he could possibly get a touchdown out of the backfield or maybe run one in and with that work that he'll get. I could see him probably scoring 22, 23 fantasy points this week. Yeah, and I also like the Kyron Williams over 24 and a half receiving yards. For sure. That's, that's a smash bat. All right, guys. That's it for another episode of The Better Edge. We appreciate you coming. Please like, comment, subscribe. Later, fellas. Have yourself a good night. Thank you for being with us.